I'm Joe Morgenstern, the film critic of The Wall Street Journal. In the preface of 500 Days of Summer, a narrator says, you should know right up front this is not a love story. What is it then? Well, if you want to be philosophical, Mark Webb's bright bauble of a boy-meets-girl comedy is a rueful tribute to the wisdom of hindsight. It's also an elaborate exercise in deconstruction, if you want to be trendy, a postmodern mishmash, if you want to be uncharitable, a cautionary tale about the perils of projection, if you want to be psychological, or if you want to be as clinical as the film finally decides to be, an exhaustive and exhausting dissection of a relationship that was never all that promising in the first place. The boy, played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt, is Tom, a graduate architect working way below his grade as a greeting card writer. The girl, played by Zoe Deschanel, is his boss's new secretary, Summer. He's ardent and immature, and she's a withholding loner, though she can also be giving whenever she lowers her guard long enough to appreciate him. The story is told from Tom's point of view. He's the one who's coming of age. And the film jumps back and forth through the 500 days of their love affair. Instead of describing a dramatic arc, the structure amounts to a fever chart. There's no question that the film will find an appreciative audience. Dissecting relationships has become a ritual indoor sport. And not just after the fact, but during the living and loving phase. The script covers a lot of ground, and it's hard, though not impossible, to avoid being charmed by the co-stars. She does droll and adorable without lapsing into cute. He makes you wish that Tom could gain clarity without suffering any pain. I really like Tom's kid sister, Rachel. She's played by Chloe Moretz, who manages to be quite dazzling in a tiny role. For all its ambitions, though, 500 Days of Summer feels synthetic and derivative, a movie that's popping with perceptions while it's searching for a style. The search results include split screen, straight-to-the-camera interviews in black and white, and a brief dance number, part enchanted and part slumdog millionaire, that's actually endearing in its cockeyed exuberance. The film is an odd combination of self-referential in the spirit of its lovers and insistently referential in its wink-and-nod homages to such classics as The Graduate and The Seventh Seal. And for all of Zoe Deschanel's heroic efforts, Summer is an off-putting heroine. She does only what she wants, like Catherine and Jules and Jim, or for that matter, like Kate and The Taming of the Shrew. But she does it with a detachment that's ultimately catching. It's hard to connect with selfishness. I wrote a mixed review in the Wall Street Journal for the new Harry Potter film, Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince. Mixed negative, I'd say, in the end. But a colleague who'd seen the movie in London sent me a short email that says it all. The Potter movies he wrote are all the same. Go back to school, learn some new magic, play some Quidditch, social networking among the main cast. Harry gets on his game face to fight the bad guys. Not one film, he says, has departed from this sequence. That's what I call cutting to the chase and the truth. I'm Joe Morgenstern, and I'll be back on KCRW with more reviews week after next.